At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. I'm doing everything I can. And stop calling me Shirley. The center has to be at least three times bigger than this. All right, it's another edition of Sincerely Unqualified. Today we are doing episode three, or at least we will try. You you will try. We're going to be doing the the Revenge of the Sith. It yes. is the, my favorite out of the prequels. I think that's a pretty resounding sentiment because... Man, is it good. It kind of had... I feel like it had time and and feedback to understand what the first two might have missed a little. And they actually yeah. listened, unlike episode nine, where... Or, yeah, episode nine. Whereas I thought seven was good, and I thought eight was bad, and I thought nine was even worse. So um, that is my take on the sequels that we've been allu- alluding to. Yeah, alluding to. I... I think this is the I, I it's hard to disagree that this is the best one because it really just has everything you could want. They combined everything that needed to be combined from all of them, took what we wanted, just tossed it into a salad and said, here you go. You're not going to get another installment of this for 15 fucking years. Yeah. So you better enjoy it. Everyone was like, hey, George Lucas, I didn't like one at all. And I didn't think yeah. two was that good. And George Lucas said, you underestimate my power <laughs> i have the high ground george I, that's that's what i was gonna say at the end of the last episode i was that annoying person i my wife actually watched all three movies with me and um and she likes star wars so she's watched them a bunch before but yeah before that was coming up i was like it's over anakin i have the high ground and yeah. she was like it's like you underestimate my power <laughs> Just, just say the ridiculous lines to her. Yeah. I, look, there were so many times where I caught myself. I watched it alone, and I was just sitting there going, like, do it. Do like, it. Just saying all of Dude, the lines. The fact that it starts out so hot with the... And we'll, we'll just go right into it. And maybe I'll that, I'll throw my, my okay. uh, hypothetical to you at some point throughout this. But we were talking about it, and we do it so often that it was like... How I assume that people, the the huge fans of the room, you know, they throw the spoons at the screen and their their showings and everything. Yeah, I would assume that both of us were like got jacked up or laughed or oh, like, oh my, do it, like like answered it back to him. <laughs> yeah, do it. I said it before it because you knew it was coming. Yep, and like I shouldn't do it. Do it. The, do uh, it. The um. Oh, and right before that, too, when he says, kill him, and I immediately just went, kill him now. <laughs> I love that, dude. Love it so much. I will add this to my... Co- <laughs> it will make a fine addition to my collection, is another try. one. I, I, I would, let's go for it. Come on. You, what, you were holding back Really there. go for it? Really? Yeah, I was a little bit. It will make a fine addition addition to my collection. To my collection. I have no idea how to do his voice. I've never tried. That was my first time. Can I try Bane? Because I've done that before. 
They didn't dare until I put on the mask. Until I put on the mask. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm so, just going to keep going. This is great. Palpatine, <laughs> this, is, this great. is great podcasting. Sorry, Wait, I need to so take a sip of water. I left you out to dry can, there. Can I start with like, just from right off, right off the top, right at the beginning of this movie, just a fucking juiced up scene to start off. Dude. Like, holy shit. Tossed you right in. You get thrown right into the war, and it's just like, okay, we're flying, we're flying. This is the, the first Star Wars intro where it's not like a pan down into something that you just kind of fall in on. This is a full-on welcome to the shit. Yeah. Because it's literally, I think, the coolest and the face. So there's, I told you this, I think. There was this thing where it's like, what was a moment where you like fell in love with Star Wars or something like that? And for me, it was watching this introduction in the fucking theater as like an eight-year-old, literally seeing them dive, do this roll, and go right down into this massive battle. And just explosions everywhere happening. I was like, holy shit, yeah. this is so cool. Now, <laughs> I so have cool. a terrible memory, and I don't really... I don't have too many young theater experiences. Like I was young. We were young when this came out, yeah. but we were the perfect age for our parents to go take us to go see it like opening weekend. Yeah. And um, my dad's a Star Wars person enough. So he was like, yeah, of course I'm going to go take you guys to see this. And I remember that I thought we were late. I thought we might've showed up late. And I honestly think I might've showed up like right when it started because we were so in it and we were just like, whoa like what's going on yeah like is this how it starts yeah right away you're you could think that you missed like 20 minutes of the movie that's how intense the action is right away and then also a little nostalgia piece for the folks if you're around our age i when they crashed into the ship and there were a bunch of droids around it yeah i got hit with a huge nostalgia wall and it was because it reminded me of one of the first levels of the episode three video game. Did you ever play the episode three yes. video game? Yeah, dude. It that was something that I played so much, and I realized I don't think that they really do that anymore for movies. Like I, I know that there is really. like um, the, what's they, that really they, awesome Star Wars game that I used to love? Um, oh, Battlefront. Battlefront. Yeah, yeah, ba- yeah, yeah Battlefront. It was sick. Um, so I know that they remade that, but I remember, dude the the episode three video game and they used to do it for i think harry potter had a few games like each movie would have a game that was kind of more or less the plot but you got to play it so now it's the opposite now it's like games are getting turned into movies yeah which i guess is like kind of happened in the past too but i guess what i like this yeah it literally was a kind of throwaway like a uh hey look look at this that i love the game and I think I a think, lot of people our age would be like, oh, yeah, the Star Wars 3 video game. That was sick. Yeah. The coolest fucking thing when they crash land in there and Obi-Wan does the hop out of it and just yeah. starts murking people. I'm like, right dude, away. this is the craziest intro to a Star Wars movie that we've had. And it's it, it doesn't miss. Every time I watch it, I just get it. And it shows the sheer scale of the battle that's going on. Just... Well, what's happening, you see how many fucking ships there are, and even when he's trying to land the crash ship and how they destroy it, it's like a two giant, 
it's like two pirate ships coming across each other and they have the cannon shooting at each other yeah like right when they pass yeah i think that shot is so underrated of when they pass by each other there's just a million blasts going back and forth on these giant ships before the little uh buzz droids get on obi yeah yeah yeah, dude, that I I love the the flying scene at first, and then you're kind of tossed right into like what we think of as a legit Star Wars scene because there's a Dooku lightsaber fight right away, and yeah. you see Palpatine, and you're like, well, I know that guy's not good because he's sitting there with on his little throne, and then that's what he's doing the kill him, kill him now, yeah, kill him, do it. My powers have doubled since the last time we met. Ah. Oh. And Dooku's sick. Like I love Dooku in this um, as well. It's it's just like a nice little opening, prime. like ridiculously action packed opening. Yeah, he just hits him with the twice the pride, double the fall, just yep. right off the bat. Dude, like I'm gonna take your line. second arm, bitch. See, that's <laughs> such it's such beautiful Star Wars stuff. That that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like I think when we were talking about the last movie. I think Hayden Christensen got that, and I think Christopher Lee did too. Like that, it's mm-hmm. you know you're supposed to do them in a Star Wars way. Well, this one too, I feel so. Episode two, Hayden Christensen's like coming into the character, coming into his own, and I feel like that's kind of supposed to be what's happening. Like that awkward age. This one, he's just a full on beast. Yeah. Like there was so much time that passed in between, like the long hair just being an absolute monster in general. This that's how it's supposed to be. So I understand like the criticisms and everything, but I think when you watch them back to back to back and understand the progression, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. I think that when when you have all three in a short window, like watching them, and you kind of look back, that's when two makes a little bit of sense. Um, yeah, because you're probably because your most recent exposure was him just being like super cocky, and then obviously super powerful. Um, and you kind of see him get corrupted throughout. And obviously, Obi has his own thing going on. Um, we start getting a little bit of a nod to... Or not even a nod. It starts full-out happening that Anakin starts to be like a double agent, kind of. He has... Yep. The Jedi want him to spy on uh, Chancellor Palpatine. And Chancellor Palpatine's like, hey, this is what's going on. This is what's going to happen next. Um so they send, instead of Anakin, they send Obi-Wan out to handle General Grievous, which General Grievous is another big, yeah. like, that's that was pure awesome. nostalgia. Yeah. That dude My also production. needs a uh, a little Ricola. Is that a, is that a popular cough drop? Ricola? Ricola. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I think people use that. I also don't think he has a mouth to Halls. use it. Halls. He has a heart. He's just he's just a brain and a heart. Why does I he read have up a heart? Because that's the only mortal thing that he still has. Basically, the only things that keep him alive are his brain and his heart. That's the only thing that's not robotic on him. Does he have a brain? Yeah. Or does he have a processing chip? No, he's a, he has a brain. His brain. So he, basically his story, because I got super interested in okay, him one please, day. Okay, please, please, please. Because I, wa- I actually want to know why he has a heart. Yeah, so, I mean, because he's got soul, man. But basically his story was... It's a singing James Brown. His, yeah, no, he watched Sing 2 and really got blown away. He, he actually was the co-star in Coco. <laughs> yeah. 
Recuerdame. Oh, jeez. He was, um, so he was like the best warrior on his planet. He's a Scottish dude. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking Spanish. Just singing Rico Recuerdame. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But he was like the best warrior on his planet that his planet's ever seen and wanted to keep, I think, the, so the, I read up on it a while ago, but basically wanted to keep improving himself and like kept going into battle kept going into battle like destroying himself um and each time would kind of get replaced so a part would get replaced to the point where he would keep going into battle and by the time he was just so elite the only thing that was left of him to try and keep improving himself and keep himself going was his brain and his heart so he was like this guy well his species i forget what species he was but he wanted to keep improving and become like the deadliest, so he kept going and going and going. Oh, that's and then, sick. yeah. Oh, cool. So that's actually that's something I was going to ask about. Basically, just to like point holes, like why did he have a heart? I thought that was stupid, but it sounds like that was a little nod to the true Star Wars people, because I don't think that was explicitly mentioned. Um, but dude, he was so cool, um, and also it kind of gives Dooku even more clout without even having him in for that long kind of like i said last time we just knew he was powerful and that was about it because grievous is like i was trained by count dooku and we're like oh dooku's training people now he's training huge robots with four arms but the uh the basically chase scene like a high speed chase with grievous's spinning wheel and the cool little monster thing that obi's riding on so awesome I yeah. loved oh. that part before they really had their like true confrontation on that little raised surface. The, Obi was chasing after him with that that uh, creature that just keeps going. Oh, oh. <laughs> yep, that sound is so like if you played that sound for me anywhere, I would know what's going on. I held back on that one for the folks. I didn't want yeah, it to be you're... too alarming for them. Yeah, I think that's. I, I think I had that toy too. Also, I think it's because Grievous just went into one battle and got absolutely murked. No, um, no so things didn't go too well. Yeah, he, the Jedi <laughs> themselves were responsible for this attack in Grievous's mind. Dragged him to a nearby shuttle. Yeah, he basically got murked. He fought his the body beast. Was, his body was useless except for his mind, and they just turned him into a cyborg. Um, yeah, yeah, cool, dope, nice, like crazy yeah, ass backstory. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I like I like uh, Obi kind of pulling out a blaster. We get to see Obi Wan using a blaster, getting Grievous out yeah. of there. I yeah. Oh, and he said it's like uncivilized. Yep. Which is kind of a a play to the the later line in Episode Four, I think it is, an where it's like weapon. the lightsaber is an elegant weapon from a more civilized mass- time. Mass- exactly. So. Love that connection, and I love that they were like doing every. Obviously, you have to. That's the whole gist of it. But just bringing in even the little things um, to connect the earlier ones to this one. I think this one closed out the series really well, even with that stuff. Yeah, where they're just like tying in as much as possible for people to go like that Leo meme where he's just like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, like there yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Um, definitely putting a bow on things. There is more I want to talk about for sure, though, because this is when we start to kind of get the actual turn of Anakin, and we yeah. realize everyone actually starts to realize that Emperor Palpatine was Emperor. Not so good a guy. You know, not, not so great a guy. So 
tells him about Darth Plagueis the Wise. Um, and have you ever heard the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise? Yeah. <laughs> so we have all that going on in the background, and then at some point we get the full turn, which is when um, he tells Anakin his whole thing going on, and then Anakin tells Mace Windu, Samuel, and Mace shows up, and I don't think... When when Windu goes and, like, faces off against uh, Palpatine, it was always cool that he had a purple lightsaber, but yeah. there's nothing cooler than Samuel L's purple lightsaber in this scene. In your face. It's like, it's so purple, dude. It looks yeah. so cool. It's so sick. It's just like, so as, as purple as it can get. And it's just like that perfect shade of purple where it's like, that's so dope. Yeah. No, but that's, I, that's obviously just a stupid guy comment. But the, yeah. another just like fan comment is I loved how, <laughs> I loved how corny it was looking back. Like just the, the Palpatine lines are so funny when he's like, oh, uh, I'm weak. And then he goes, power, unlimited power. I I was dying laughing. Dude, who is that guy convincing to like chop your friend's arm off? It's just like, I'm too weak. He's killing me. The dude's just like, no, I'm not. Like you see this, right? He's got lightning bolts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that was obviously like a, a, the true turn of Anakin into Darth Vader, because afterwards, yeah. Yeah, I will call you Darth. For now on, you would be known as Darth. Darth Vader. He took a second to think about it, too. He was thinking, like, yeah. what in my Rolodex of dope-ass <laughs> names, like, like, what do I have here? Hang on. This this means this. And yeah, so he got Darth Vader. Um, where do they pull those out of? Like, where? What? how do they come up with those names? Did he have that one loaded up for, for when sure. he changed? Yeah. Absolutely, he yeah. did. He, you know he had it. Yeah, and but I'm like, sure we could look he... that up. So Yeah, um, definitely. Just moving along with, with that, so when he turns into Darth Vader is when they execute Order 66. Um, and That's a sad scene, Dude, man. it really is. It's always sad is. every time. And I, I was wondering, like, I know it's always sad, but is it because we just watched the first two movies too? Um, because I literally, when we were watching it, I was like, oh, it kind of hits you in the heart. Like, I don't know yeah. if it's because especially they show, well, they don't show it, but Anakin, I, I was joking the last two episodes about killing the younglings just because younglings kind of cracks me up. But yeah, it's kind of brutal to watch. I saw something that was like Anakin killing younglings in PA and it was just the beer yingling. And he's just sitting there with like a pack of them. Hanging out with the boys. Yeah. Ripping some darts. Killing killing some younglings. (laughs) Killing some younglings. It is. It's it's trash. You can see his eyes go. So Darth Vader. um, Yes. It's very, very, uh, seems obvious. I'm going to give it to you. Um, Think German. For Invader? Yeah. That's it? No, no. So basically Darth is essentially a variation of Dark, which all the, like Darth Maul, all the Sith Lords get Darth in front of their name. Yeah. Vader, Vader, Father. So he's literally Dark Father. 
because he's the father of Luke. Ah. Yeah. So that is the reason that he gives him Darth Vader. Wait, but then why Obviously, he doesn't know, but I'm saying it's like a... That's why Darth Vader's name is Darth Vader. According to Info, please, actually, I just realized uh, that I'm going to air them out. (laughs) Your source is what? Because that's what they say. So... Cool. I believe you. Honestly, that makes sense. The huh. Dark Father. Oh, that, that reminds me of uh, uh, Austin Powers and Gold Member. Oh, Father. 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 His <laughs> Faja. That's what I was talking about. Faja. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, his Faja. Um, the, uh, the power, unlimited power. We got. Yeah. Execution of Order 66. Very sad. Um, all of them go into hiding. Six, I kind of like six. when Obi and Yoda get back to the temple and they have that, like, it just kind of feels like Obi and Yoda versus the world. Like, it's all yeah. on them, which I like because those two characters are obviously extremely important and we love both of them. Um, the... Uh, I thought the fight scenes, like both of them, were insanely cool. Like the the Palpatine versus Yoda, and obviously the Anakin versus Obi is always crazy. But I think a Yoda Palpatine gets slept on a little bit. I think Yoda Palpatine gets slept on, but I also think like there's just it's something about clearly. Yeah, I think there's just something about like actual people fighting that is cooler. Than like a little green guy. Like I love say when I see Yoda like ball up some lightning and shoot it back, but yeah. I think that it might it might just not be as cool because you have a little CGI green thing doing like spins versus <laughs> like some old spins guy. And stuff. Yeah, some versus old guy just floating going. Guy. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just just looks like a witch just just throwing shit. It's like all right, but the, I mean the ending battle. Some of the best lines came out of that. Don't make me kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me kill you. I love that. Um, a ton of good lines. though. But what I wanted to say before, you remember, uh, so when Anakin gets back to Padme after, you know, killing some younglings, and um, she's telling him about it, like, oh, we have this that happened. And she goes, what are we going to do? And he kind of gives her a look like, uh, yeah, you know, like, like, well, I've killed a lot of children within the hour, so <laughs> there's not really much turning back we can do. Like, I'm kind of on there's, a course right now. Yeah, he's basically just like, I've ended so many ch- children's lives. Yeah. Like, you're coming with me. Yeah. Oh, that's that's rough. Like, where does he why he just does all that? And then he's like. I did this for you. Now I'm going to go on a trip to a lava planet yeah, for a while. Yeah, just give me See one later. sec. I got to go to Coruscant yeah. and kill Viceroy Gunray. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, I forgot that Viceroy Gunray is like one of the prominent characters in all three He's movies. He's the one who can't say Senate. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he goes, kills the them, and then yeah, we, get all of our, uh, we get all of our nice corny lines out of obi and anakin that we've already done a lot yeah but you gotta love them because they they make the scene special it's just like oh it's dude, all, it's, uh, and it's like it's one of those things again if you're a fan you should love it like when when you hear obi say you were the chosen one you were supposed to, supposed oh, to I'll, I'll stop speaking you were supposed to the f- no yeah. do it 
You were supposed to, you were supposed to destroy the Sith, not join it. Or destroy the dark side, not join it. Something Bring like that. Bring balance to the force. Bring balance to the force. Yeah, like that. Going just keep it going. Oh, dude, it was it gives your gives your little Star Wars fan heart chills. It's so nice. Um not leave it in darkness. I hate you. And then, yeah, but that—that's <laughs> when it's funny coming back. That's that's another one I did to my wife. It, I Not always leave, yes, that's right. Not leave it in darkness. And she goes, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> also, you're just leaving him there. I guess like he doesn't want to kill him, but just leaving him there, dude. That's messed up. Leaving him there seems like it's burn. so much worse. Yeah, like it seems like he really made the decision there. Um, which if you're thinking about it from a Jedi standpoint, it's like, oh, I, you know, I love this person. I'm going to just let this run its course. I've already done enough. But also you could be like, well, put him out of his misery. It's like if you hit a deer on the side of the road. What is he going to do? Bite your ankle when you go over (laughs) to stab him? Like, what what is he going to do there? Just also couldn't he, my question is, is he too tired to use the force to help him up the hill? Nah, I think that, you know, when you lose multiple limbs and get burned by lava. Yeah, it might be tough. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. But I would expect yeah. the chosen one to be able to. So um, I know. Still feel bad for the guy, though. Even after everything, still feel bad for the guy. You hate to see somebody. He had locks of love going, and then they all just got burned off. Now he's some old, like, Tylenol pill-ass looking creature. dude. Yeah. 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 Uh, he did kill a lot of children, though, so... I, you keep bringing that up like it's gonna change my mind. <laughs> I, it changed my mind. Like when I think about it, I'm like, sure. Like I enjoyed watching the first two episodes, but there's some things you just can't really. Like, like then, if you kill Obi, what if you are kill we Yoda, going to do? <laughs> there's too many of them. What are we going to do? Like that kid, just get him. Even if you're not dark side, just like sack up. He's gotta go. Come on, he's gotta go. You gotta, you gotta saber. Um, Use it. But after he's all burned and everything, we get that super high def shot of him getting the Darth Vader helmet kind of like assembled on his head. Yeah. So we see his face with it going over, which was sick. Um, yep. The uh, <laughs> the no that is so much worse than no. the I hate you is it was worse than I remembered. Like after Palpatine says he killed her. The, yeah. the no is very very funny um and then my i think the funniest thing that was cracking and, and when i say funny i'm not like making fun of it this is all stuff that i actually love as a fan um yeah but it is objectively funny uncle owen just dramatically staring at the sunset at the <laughs> end <laughs> and so the uh, obi shows up i, I yeah. forget i think it's owen's girlfriend at this point yeah, Baru. Baru. She walks up and she's like, oh, hey, here's this child we're going to raise now. And Owen's like, I can't be bothered. I got to watch these two sons set. She walks For up. Who? And then he grabs the boy and then just looks yeah. dramatically back at the sunset. And she stands there, too. Oh. And that's how we close out. And then it's like, whose son is this? Oh, your half-stepbrother who murdered all the Tuscans, murdered all the Jedis, and is, I don't know, potentially still alive? I guess they don't know that he's still alive, but kind of hard not to. Yeah, I guess that you could probably assume if they were using their thinking caps, they probably would have got there. Yeah. 
also maybe like don't give it to a direct relative of the guy who might come. I guess they assumed he was dead, so understandable. But worked out for him. Look, he redeemed himself in episode six. He's good in my book. All those kids, they're, they're they're force ghosts. They're fine. I'm watching them. Should we around. do four, five, and six next three episodes? We could next four episodes because we're gonna do Solo and Rogue One. <laughs> we're not. I'm not doing those. I'll watch them, dude. Rogue <laughs> One is do so good. Solo. Yeah, I, I agree. know Rogue I know One I said, is. But then, so we do five minutes giving, on Solo. We do five minutes on the, Solo during the Rogue One episode. You're getting the pity streams of Solo. You're just going to go toss on a pity stream. Five episodes. And like five minutes. vacuum while it's on. You know it's bad when you put a subtitles on when you're vacuuming. It's a laundry day. And just it's a laundry day movie. Yeah. <laughs> just like not even looking at it. It's like, oh, there he is again. You know what's oh. interesting? that uh, Harrison Ford walks on set like, what is this again? <laughs> it's going to be a pointless a pointless note that I want everyone to know because I'm putting this in podcast history. I uh, For some reason, I had uh, captions on my Disney Plus streaming Same. thing. So I watched Same. all these with captions. Which is another reason Same. I probably hated the Gungans so much because I saw it written oh, out for my me. Oh, God. When I saw the Misa written yes. out, I was like, I can't do That's this. That's what I'm I don't saying. Know how. So, and then you get to see like all of the background characters. You get to see their names yep, finally. Which I liked. And all that kind of stuff. I actually thought it was very interesting to see you know, the actual dialogue, what some people's names are that you would never know. Cat Fitzhugh. And yeah, you gotta look. That guy's pretty important, apparently, yeah. in the Clone Wars. And then yeah. there's Coleman, who got his two seconds of screen time before getting gunned down yeah. by Boba. I like who just uh, literally pulled up, goes, huh, gets shot in the chest twice. <laughs> He's the Parasaurolophus looking ass dude. Yeah, something I think is super interesting about that whole subtitle game and like the characters that they decide to put in there, like, oh, blank yeah. says this. Is that there's some type of I'm sure there's some type of SAG law or like this billing oh, they, kind yeah. of thing that they like certain characters need to have their names called out in subtitles and others can just be untitled characters. That's kind of wait wild. I'd be interested to see if Mr. Deathsticks had his name. Oh, Sleaze Bagano. Yeah. I think so. You think he had a speaking line. Yeah, well, he's getting his royalty checks from these streams that we just gave him. What is it? Point oh 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 two. It's he actually worth it. less, worth less than a Doge coin right now. What he just got for his <laughs> give, streams. Give give Sleaze Bagato his Doge. I yeah, I respect him. that dude. Look, I honestly would love if I was that guy and I could always say like, "You remember Star Wars? Like I was in it and I'm a part of the canon." And they're like, "Oh, what were you?" And I'm like, "Fucking Death Sticks guy." <laughs> you remember? Like, you remember? You want to buy some death sticks? <laughs> it's like that smoking commercial where she doesn't have the yeah. throat. All right. Um, All right, we'll finish up our prequel extravaganza. Possibly we'll be continuing with Star Wars movies. Most likely, I would say, because I, I think I want to watch them. And I think we're both on the same page. I do. Um, I want to watch them, too. So I might actually, after this, while I'm 
doing stuff, just toss it on. Good for you. Um, I would be asleep. (laughs) I'm about to be asleep after this, and I am on Pacific Standard Time. I have to leave at uh, 8 in the morning tomorrow, too, but things to do, people to see. Sleep is for the old. (laughs) Sleep is for, for everyone. You should sleep. Yeah, I should probably sleep. Yeah. All right, so we'll wrap up here with some facts. We'll get Winnie to sleep. The guy deserves it. So we're talking episode six before, and the link here is actually with the name of Revenge of the Sith. So episode six was actually, it's called Return of the Jedi. It was supposed to be called Revenge of the Jedi, but George Lucas changed it last minute because he called Jedi's peacekeepers and would not seek out revenge. So he said Sith, however, follow their emotions, and it made episodes three episode three's title from the possible title that six would have had. The little closing yeah, of the I'd trilogy. I think that was probably a good call on their part. Because it would really make no sense the other way around. It's like revenge of the Jedi. Alright, who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy then? If you're vengeful. Yep. Also very very clearly alludes to one of the metaphors or kind of like the overall themes that Star Wars has going for it. Exactly. Like just keeping the like peace. No man. bad thing is supposed to come from the Jedi. Yeah, exactly. Just there's love. no there's no transition really. There's no good and bad. Characters are, are are what they are in Star Wars. They're literally like it's barely any growth. They just are what they are. Stamp it. Stamp I don't know. It. I heard a guy talk about that for like eight minutes one time. Really? But yeah, so he was like, Oh, I talked to George Lucas, like bad is bad, good is good. Like there's you're not gonna have a transitionary character massively unless you're like Anakin Um, i won't get into it yeah um but there was originally some dialogue that was taken out there was a scene that was supposed to be in taken out during the count dooku lightsaber fight which was awesome by the way but right before count dooku gets his head chopped off do it it was supposed to come out that Anakin's mother being tortured by the Tusken Raiders in episode two wasn't a coincidence that actually Dooku was kind of the one who planned it and and arranged it. And that's what sends Anakin into like a blind, bloodthirsty rage and just kills him rather than him being on the fence and Palpatine just saying, do it. And then him just chopping the head off. Obviously, it's significant that it was they left it to the point where it was just Palpatine saying to do it and Anakin saying like, okay. But I kind of would have liked them to leave that in. I would have liked to it see. It would have been Dooku, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Say, like, hey, this was actually me. Because one, it, it plays up Dooku's significance again. And two, it kind of is like, oh, this whole reason behind Anakin's rage again, which maybe it was just hitting the nail in the head again, but was, well, was because of his mom's. Just because of his mom in general. It could have been a whole thing where Palpatine told Dooku to set it up. Yeah. Dooku sets it up because there can only be two Sith at one time. There can be a master and there can be a Padawan or, a you know, yeah. Yeah. It, but, um, so obviously, there can only be two. So then he would need to, to get Anakin. Pal- Palpatine would need to get rid of Dooku, which this would do. Right. So that would exactly. all pull together. Exactly. And make sense. So it would be like according to his plan. But um, yeah. 
So speaking of Dooku, though, Christopher Lee was 83 years old during this, so he couldn't perform all of the stunt work, obviously, for that lightsaber fight. And a yeah. stunt double took on the majority of the fight, and whenever they needed to use his face, they just CGI'd it onto the stunt double's body. So they were hey. they were deep faked back in the day. Look great, look great. Seventeen years they ago, yeah. That, that deep Tom Cruise technology back exactly. then. They beat that was him. Look exactly. Guy's Imagine TikTok. if you, yeah, TikTok famous. <laughs> Somebody's doing Christopher Lee deep fakes now. Yeah, on TikTok, we should start doing that. Um, basically, there was one thing that we talked about in the last two episodes where Jar Jar being this controversial character. Clearly, they they heard us because we didn't hear shit from him in this episode. There was he only spoke two words, and it was "excuse me" when he bumps into a senator while going to the building. Yeah. That was it. He only spoke. T- Two words in the whole movie, but he was there. So he gave some it. nasty looks. He was that there. Was about all. I'm very happy that he didn't speak. I'm fine with him being there. I get that he's a senator, and it's like, oh, remember this guy? He's so important that you hated. Um, but yeah, and when, <laughs> even when he just said, excuse me, I was like, oh, no, are we in for it again? Excuse me. Like, ugh. relax. I also Star get Jar. it. Like, hey, remember what his voice sounded like? We're just going to say, excuse me. Like, here it is. Imagine. For the excuse me, they just changed his voice completely to like James Earl Jones doing it for a second, and it was just like, "Excuse me." You're like, "What?" Me. Is that the same guy? <laughs> so, this is a little thing that I think probably uh, real Star Wars fans might know about. I I kind of didn't. I like these things to be pointed out to me excl- explicitly, so I'm keeping it in here. So, at the end of the duel, Obi Wan picks up Anakin's lightsaber from the ground. It's the same lightsaber that Obi-Wan gives to Luke in episode four, and Luke loses it in episode five when Darth Vader cuts off his hand. Somehow, Maz Kanata gets a hold of it, and she gives it to Rey in episode seven, and finally, Rey buries that lightsaber outside of Lars Homestead on Tatooine at the end of episode nine. So it all comes full circle. That same lightsaber that Obi-Wan picks up is ultimately what Ray buries in the sand outside in Tatooine. And episode 10 starts with Jar Jar digging it back up. <laughs> and going from there. Misa back, bitches. Misa metal detector on the sand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, episode 10 is actually it's just it's two and a half detecting. on a bridge towers. And then, yeah, the last <laughs> few seconds is him getting the lightsaber. <laughs> Him walking around in the desert just looking for shit and then finds that. He's like, oh, Misa hit the jackpot yeah. and it just ends. It's like space balls when they're using the huge combs when Rick Moranis yeah. is like, comb the desert. <laughs> comb the desert. <laughs> uh, so that could be our that own space so balls. Good. Two and a half on a bridge towers of Misa. Georgia. <laughs> Charge our metal detecting on on a planet with sand. But only two words. It's just really yeah. silent the whole time. There's no music behind it at all. Misa found it. Okay. The uh, end. So <laughs> we're gonna be doing some more Star Wars. Actually, when we're away, um, and by the time the first episode comes out, I think you will be able to go to see Thor: Love and Thunder which I yes. will try to see at some point because we need to talk about I that. Will. I'm excited about that one. Um, so within the meantime, if there's not going to be a movie coming out, we got to see Thor Love and Thunder and record whatever yep. we can. That's probably going to come out. Um, so 
it's it's probably been released for a few weeks now. We're going to talk about it soon. Um, <laughs> and then if not, we'll be talking more Star Wars. Until then, I'm Kevin. I'm Winnie. We'll see you at the next episode. You will try. It's Did I say that last time? I have the high ground. Yeah, that's how you landed last episode. You underestimate my power. All right, there you go. No. Bye. I'll just farm bees. <laughs> <laughs>